do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 This is Resistance and Reformation on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Once upon a time, when we hear those very familiar words, we know that whatever follows is likely to be a story, perhaps a fairy tale or a fable or a morality tale. Once upon a time, there were three little pigs. Or once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived in a village near the forest. She always wore a velvet riding cloak of scarlet. So everyone in the village called her Little Red Riding Hood. Or once upon a time, old Scrooge sat busy in his counting house. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the phrase dates from at least the 14th century. It was already common when Geoffrey Chaucer began composing the Canterbury Tales. By the 19th century, when the fairy tales of Hans Christian Andersen and the Brothers Grimm were translated into English, it was such an evocative trope, it was firmly established as the stock opening for any retelling of folklore. Once upon a time comes from an Anglo-Saxon idiom meaning at some unspecified time in the past. Notice it is purposefully imprecise. It could imply long, long ago, or it could be a more recent memory. Also notice there is a rhythmical and poetic redundancy in the phrase. Once means on some occasion, while upon is used in now obsolete constructions, meaning in, at, or during a moment in past times. And a time is the unfolding timeline of the story. Taken together, all these elements help us to immediately recognize that the story we are about to read or hear may well be true as a truism, but not as history. It is a legend, a parable, a myth, or a fairy tale. It is striking, therefore, isn't it? The story of the gospel does not occur once upon a time. Instead, it opens with the historical precision of genealogies and verifiable timelines. Luke's gospel narrative begins in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother, Philip, tetrarch of Iterea, and Licinius, the tetrarch of Abilene, when Annas and Caiaphas were the high priests. Matthew's gospel begins with echoes of Genesis, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. For Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. 
Judah, was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron was the father of Ram, and Ram was the father of Aminadab, and Aminadab was the father of Nation, and Nation was the father of Salmon. Salmon now was the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz was the father of Obed by Ruth. And Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of David the king. David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah. And Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. And Rehoboam was the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, and Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh was the father of Ammon, and Ammon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. Now, after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Sheatiel. Sheatiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud, and Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor, and Azor was the father of Zadok, and Zadok was the father of Achim, while Achim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar was the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob and Jacob. Well, he was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, who is called the Christ. Therefore, all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David to the deportation of Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation of Babylon to Christ, 14 generations. See, the Bible is historical, genealogical, precise, and substantive. It affords us the earliest and most reliable narrative of the events of antiquity and the most comprehensive chronology which comports with archaeological discoveries, verifying and identifying key cultural markers for every major civilization in antiquity from the Chaldeans, Egyptians, and Assyrians right up to the Greeks, Persians, and Romans. Oh, no, no, no. The gospel is no fairy tale. It is not a once upon a time fable. Instead, as the Apostle Paul asserted in Galatians chapter 4, it is the revelation of good news in the fullness of time. The good news is true news. The gospel is true. So, with both gladness and surety, we can proclaim to all the world, Merry Christmas.